Hey guys, this is going to be a little bit different of an episode. I've been wanting to get more on a personal level with you guys, um, a more emotional level. I, and this is definitely a topic that will do that. Um, this is something that I don't wish of anybody to ever had to experience, go through, or known somebody to go through. Um, it is really sad. It is definitely rock bottom and something that's really hard to talk about um and honestly awkward to talk about and um and yeah I am gonna also put a trigger warning out there right now um because what I am talking about also has to do with suicide so if that is something that bothers you I would just skip this episode and um listen to the next one, but, uh, so here we go, if you know somebody who's going through a hard time, be there for them, if you are somebody who is going through a hard time, call out to somebody, reach out for help, because believe it or not, people do want to help you, people do care. In September of 2019, my fiancé, my then-fiancé and I were on our way to a friend's house. Um, and we were arguing beforehand. She knew that we were arguing. And I was, we were both, like, we were so mad. I don't remember what we were arguing about. I don't remember what, what was happening. Um, I do remember that we had been arguing for a while. I know that me personally was feeling very alone. I I was in a very, very dark place mentally, um, personally. like, And our relationship itself was in a very dark place. So there was so much darkness and sadness. Um, and in the screaming and the arguing, I remember looking back, I just glanced, got a real quick glance back in the back seat while I was screaming at him, and I noticed our daughter in the back seat in her car seat staring at us, she had only been two for a month, and she was staring at us like, whoa, like what is going on, this isn't okay, and she, her face was just at a loss. It was emotionless. And that day, I knew humanity failed her. But it wasn't just humanity, it was her parents. Her parents failed her that day. And in the arguing and screaming with him, in in everything, I was done. I had hit rock bottom. Um, I hit rock bottom. I didn't want to be here anymore. And I decided, I yelled at him to stop the car. I said, stop the car. I need to get out now. And I, like, I screamed it, guys. Um, and when he finally stopped the car, I stormed out of the car, slammed the door shut, slammed the door shut, stormed out of the car, and I walked. And in this two-mile walk that I took downhill, I was hysterically crying, and my mind was racing a million thoughts a minute of, when you get to that water, all I could see was the ocean, guys. 
all I could see was the ocean and how beautiful it was. And I know I'm not a good swimmer. I'm not a strong swimmer at all, and I know that. And in this two-mile walk downhill, all I had thought was, if, if this is it, if every moment that I had lived came up to this point, what was the point? If this is all I'm good for is getting yelled at and being told that I'm wrong or not good enough, what was the point? What was the point of living here if I'm not going to be as good as a mom as I want to be, as I know I can be? What was the point? Um, and so, that day, on the walk down with the view of the ocean, I knew where that walk ended up. I know the hill ended up by the water. That hill was the same hill you get to get to the beach. And I decided that when I got to the water, I was going to keep walking. I was going to walk into the water. Water. I was going to walk into the water until my feet no longer touched the floor of the ocean. And then I was going to keep swimming. I was going to keep swimming until my muscles ached too much to turn back. I had made this plan while I was walking down to the water. I heard... Um, I don't remember where I heard it, but I heard that one of the most painful ways to go is by drowning because your lungs are aching for that last breath of air, for just a sip of air. Your lungs are aching for it. And I thought in my head at the time, that's the, perf that's the, perfect, um, that's the perfect punishment for leaving my daughter behind. That's the perfect... Punishment for leaving everybody behind that I loved because I wasn't strong enough. I was always told that committing suicide is a coward action. And I don't think it's that anymore. I never understood it until you're there. And you're not a coward. You're just scared. And you're done. And you're hurt. And you feel alone. And so I, I, that, that was my plan. That's what I was going to do when I got to the water. And then I got to the water and there was a gate and the gate was shut. So I walked to the pier instead. So that I could get to the water. And I walked to the pier and there were families upon families there. And it just hurt so much more to see them happy with the situation that I was in. It hurt so much more. And I walked, and I cried more, silent tears. And I walked, and then I got to the water, and I just stared at it. I stared so hard. And I looked for, like, I looked for every possible sign, every reason not to do it, every reason to stay. And then I couldn't find any. But then there was this little girl. She wasn't Tyler. Um, she had to be maybe six at the time. And I just saw her. And then I saw her run to her mom. And she said, Mommy, look. And she was over by the rocks looking for something. And she had found something. And she wanted her mom to see it. 
And she said, Mommy, look. And then I watched the mom take whatever it was from her and, like, get excited with her. And I wanted that. I wanted to do that with my daughter. And she had just gotten at the age where I could do that. And I remember getting angry that I wouldn't be there for her to see that. And then it made me think, like, I'm going to miss everything. I want her to know who I am. I want her to know who... I want her to be raised the way I want to raise her. And that little girl at the day of the beach, of the ocean, has no idea how much she helped me that day. But she did. That day I knew that I didn't want... I didn't want to go. In that moment, I knew I didn't want to go. And I knew that I wanted to stay. And then he... So I sat there and I just listened to the water. I sat there and I listened to the people, to the cars. I listened to life. And in that day, I found how beautiful it was. And I know that sounds corny, but it's how I see it. And uh, I waited. I knew that he would come back and he would pick me up. And I waited. And I got in the car when he came. I heard the squeak of the tire. And I got in the car. And about a week or two later, we broke up. And it, it was hard. It was definitely hard. But guys, it's insane where my life is now. I've I've got a family and I'm happy. It's insane. What would have changed? What, what, and I question, what would Tyler's life be like now if I if I did that day? If I did drown in the ocean, what would her life be like right now? Who would she be? And I have, I still feel a little guilty for, for it, for everything on that day, on that thought, but at the same time, if it wasn't for that moment in life, I don't know if I would still be in the same situation I was. That was my moment of watching those people at the park, at the beach, watching those families interact with each other gave me a sense of what I'm going through isn't normal and that I had to get out. And then watching my best friend go through her breakup made me realize that it is doable, that I can do this on my own, that it's gonna be hard as shit, but I could do this on my own. And and it, it's, it's freaking insane, guys. Um, so in September of 2019 I did not try to commit suicide but I walked too close to the line with him I walked too close to the line of suicide and that is not a proud day but it is a very vulnerable day I can honestly tell you guys that it gets better it does. 
it gets better, A, as long as you try, and as long as you work for it to get better, and B, as long as you have people. It takes a village when you're a kid, it takes a village now. I wish I knew that then. I'm also not saying that it gets better overnight because that's not true at all. It doesn't. You wake up the next morning and you literally feel dead inside. And I didn't understand that term until then. But gradually, gradually it gets better. It took me two months to see a sparkle of hope. And that sparkle of hope has turned into something beautiful. But it took me two months before that night to see a glimpse of hope. You have to live your life because nobody's going to live your life for you.